Welcome to the Job Factory podcast, presented by CUNY Career Development Society. My name is Blue, career coach and your host at the Job Factory, the career development and job search podcast. I interview real job seekers and share real stories as inspiration and hope for everyone out there looking for a job. During the episode, I will be offering career advice as we discuss job search strategies. At the end of the episode, I will offer relatable tips on how you can improve your job search. To find out more information about our services, please check out kcds.ca. Jazz, thanks so much for joining me today on the Job Factory podcast. And as a way of introduction, I know you've just moved to Courtney from the Kootenays. Um, Maybe you could just give us a quick rundown of your work history. Just summarize briefly what you've been doing over the last few years and kind of where you're headed next. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me today. And I did just move to Courtney, which was a great transition. For the last few years, I've been working multiple jobs. I've been a server, a bartender, um, a personal support worker for kids with higher needs and uh, some developmental disabilities. I've also worked as a firefighter and admin assistant for a small startup fiber arts company. And I've also been recently delving into my career as a professional wellness practitioner as a Thai massage therapist, yoga practitioner, and a Reiki practitioner. So it's all really exciting. Wow, you've got quite the varied experience. So how, has this been a gradual transition or is this something very new? No, it's been very gradual. Definitely not something new per se since for about the past eight years, I've been growing my practice from an integration of modalities. And it was just a few years ago that I really started focusing on the modality of Thai massage and took an opportunity early 2020 to go to Thailand and do some training with my teachers over there. And since then, really, really this past two years has been a strong focus on building a private practice with my clientele to support them right? in that way. And now you're in Courtney. What Do you have any particular direction in terms of uh, the next career move or the next job you're looking for? Are you looking for anything to pay the bills or are you looking for something in line with the, your practice that you started here in the Cooneys? I am definitely looking for something in line with my practice as well as pursuing the support work role in a more expansive capacity. So what I mean by that is I'm looking for a a full-time and dedicated career position in mental health support work specifically. And along the side of that, I want to continue developing my private practice. And to, to get to that point, do you have any community in Courtney already? I am so fortunate already to have had a, a few good friends here offer me a place to live, which was what really drew me to Courtney specifically. And that's been a fantastic landing place in terms of community. They're also new here. So all of us are reaching our tendrils out and making connections in the community. 
but it, but it really is right. a fresh start for me and a fresh opportunity. I, I felt the call of the coast and and change and this landing place was was a really fortunate alignment for me to come into so I can so call in those fresh opportunities. I'm just just because you mentioned your friends um, that you have there as well that have settled. How important is it having a support network like that in your job search? Do they factor into that or in this case, they absolutely do. I'd say having a support network is so foundational for looking for work right now, especially in the way I'm going about looking for a really meaningful career position, having that support that really knows me and wants to see me find something that suits me, having that reflection coming back almost daily is so valuable to just check yourself and and keep aligning yourself with what opportunities are presenting themselves Um, and along that lines I'm actually moved in with a psychiatric nurse who works in the community here and in various positions throughout the community who's also searching for where her long-term position is so having that professional connection is just incredible with another job job seeker essentially who's, who's stable in work and job seeker and and then they're both just so inspiring in the way they, they see the world and, and taking risks and making those connections reminds me every day, like, right, I can get out there and make these connections and I will find something that suits me. So yeah, having that, that support network is, has been yeah. so grounding landing here in such a transition. No, that's fantastic. And actually, I just want to share with you, I don't know if I shared with, with this with you in the workshop or not. It's an article, and I was reading in a business article a few years ago, and in the article, there was this, um, <clears throat> this quote from a professional that it stated, your annual income will be the average income of the five closest people to you, which I thought was really interesting. And, you know, no matter how true that is or not, I think it's interesting just to relate that even to an energy, just sur- surrounding yourself and having the support of the right people, have the right energy to help you tackle the everyday challenges that come up, whether it be looking for work or, you know, whatever that's going on in life, just having a really good support network, I think is really, really important. And I know I've been really mindful of that and who I surround myself with as well over the years. Totally agree with you. And um, yeah, that's fantastic. You have that. So with that in mind, so having the support network around you, how are you tackling your job search, like your job search strategy? How are you tackling that? And I'm interested in whether some of the stuff that we talked about in the job factory a few weeks ago, how you've managed to apply any of um, those learning points. Yeah, that's, I just want to take a moment to say I can, that's, thank you for bringing that up in terms of the, your income being the average of the people you surround yourself with. Um, Even just my job search strategy as well has been so influenced by who I'm surrounding myself with right now. And it's such an important thing to remember. And thank you for the reminder that the environment you put yourself in really does have such an impact. Just a note there and then into the job search strategy. My, my approach right now is really being on the ground, making connections in the community in a personal way, which has been interesting to navigate throughout this fall and the pandemic that we're all experiencing. So dropping in and saying hi does not feel so accessible. And yet it still remains my primary focus for my job search is making those 
personal connections. And what I mean by that is reaching out for informational interviews to collectives, clinics, organizations that I'm finding I'm called to as I walk around the city of Courtney and as I navigate the web and what is here on the ground level. And one thing that I really took from the job factory that really inspired this approach was like the simple aspect of creating a career profile and a branding statement. So moving from the mountains to the coast and really taking the opportunity to harness the momentum of that transition into a a new way of showing up as a professional, or maybe not a new way, but an expanded way. That branding statement really got me to clarify who I am and what I'm showing up to the world with. What do I bring that's unique to me? And I found that so valuable moving to a new place because even just meeting friends of friends, I've been practicing that and practicing my elevator pitch in a really casual way. And I would have never really put the two together before in like a casual interaction can be me presenting myself as a professional without it feeling weird at at all. Like it, it has felt so natural. Um, when I first got here, I was at the climbing gym and someone asked, Oh great. You just moved to Courtney. What are you up to? And I just busted out my elevator pitch. Like so (laughs) comfortably. It was so casual and it was so natural because I had kind of worked on it a little bit. And then I was just touching in with, well, who am I? What am I doing? And it was great. And they kind of laughed and they're like, oh, yeah, sweet. Like, I know this person and that person. And like, oh, have you checked out this? And right away, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm making connections and learning about places that might connect with me with someone who I'm I'm already, you know, vibing with, (laughs) to say it in a funny way. So, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a really good point, because when you're in that setting, you might not think to present yourself in a professional way. But yeah, if you don't do that that person might not think, oh, I know Johnny or I know Mary or whoever it might be that they know in their network that may be really useful for you to connect with. They may just not make that connection themselves if you don't present it like that. Yeah, it's 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 just uh, eye-opening as well because you never know what someone else on the other side will, will be presenting or what they might want help with. Yeah. Absolutely. And who's in their network. And so I just want to bring it back to the, so the branding statement we're talking about is the profile statement from the resume. Writing the the branding statement for the resume specifically, and then working again on the elevator pitch specifically when I'm networking for work or asking for an informational interview is something we went through in the job factory. So those were all very specific and tailored to the professional setting. Um, And that the whole concept of doing that, uh, I applied in a more general way to my life and connecting with the community as a whole, if that makes sense. So it was the specific work and focus that really almost integrated it for me that I'm showing up to community as a new member of the community, as a friend, as in so many different roles and professionally. And I really am at this point looking to root myself 
in a very aligned career for the long term. And so who I show up as in my personal life is so connected with who I show up with in my professional life and and marrying the two. That was the most valuable part I got out of it was right. This, I, this is me. So you've had some success using an elevator pitch to network with your community, your new community, your growing community in Courtney. Um, Tell me about the informational interviews you've been doing. um, How much success, I mean, COVID-19 as well. I imagine there are some restrictions around you just walking into, you know, a health center, a spa, you know, wherever you may be going to make connections. Like how, how have you been tackling that? Yeah, it's been interesting to show up in the community and, and ask for them and even know where to ask for them. So taking all the precautions, I've actually have gone into spas and looked around and got a feel for the place and just started chatting with the people at reception and, and from there getting information on who the spa manager is or who the hiring person is, even just, just like, Hey, how do you like working here? And starting up a conversation like that. And actually the first place I walked into, I asked that and they said, Oh, are you looking for a job? Said, yeah, I just moved to town and I'm looking for a place to practice out of. And I'd love to get connected with communities who are offering this, these services. And they said, awesome. It's not posted on our website, but we're actually hiring in our spa right now. You should go down and talk to this person. You'd be awesome here. We love your energy. And so right away, there was this really casual um, connection. So I did, that was done in person. And then from there on a lot more has been on email and over the phone or on zoom. It's an amazing platform. (laughs) That's fantastic. So you walk in, do when you do that, I don't know if you've done it more than the one time, but do you take in a resume with you? Do you take any business cards, any other way that you can connect with them online as a follow-up after that initial connection? I didn't take my resume the first time. So I was very, I wanted to take the pressure off myself and, and kind of remain casual. And that was one way that I really helped myself, but I did bring my business cards in and I did bring my notebook in so that I was ready to take a business card or write notes and, and pulling out my notebook and being like, Oh, wow, great. Who, what, who did you say again to contact? Awesome. I'm going to look that up and then have it, having it written right there and then leaving my business card. right with them making a connection in the community and especially as a a massage practitioner to leave a business card in a, in a personal way as well to say, Hey, I'm a practitioner and I'm in the community. Give me a call. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. If you can do that. I think you're right. People like to hire who they know, like, and trust. So if you're making those connections in person, I think in the end, you're, you're already tapping into the hidden job market as you already found. There was a job that wasn't advertised, but it, you know, they were looking for someone and that was just the in-person connection. So I think that's really important. Um, but just to, just to go a little bit further with the online platforms, are there any other ways that you, I mean, do you have an online resume? Do you have a website, a blog? Uh, I think you mentioned before to me that you have a Facebook business page. Have you utilized like which, which do you have and have you utilized any of them, uh, to expand your network um, or sell your services? I do have a website and I am on Facebook on my social media page. My business page on Facebook is Jazz King Wilds. 
and I have the website as well as jazzteenwilds.com. And I have not been very present on those platforms in my job search strategy so far. I have engaged more in the past and would like to be updating them soon. However, I did find in my connections here that people are looking at my social media and they are looking at my website, even when it's not something that I've presented. And it still had, I guess, a, a positive connective impact. So for example, I went into a studio for my own personal practice. And as I was talking with the teacher, getting to know each other, I mentioned, oh, I'm new to town. And, and this is a practice that I'm so grateful to find a community for. Oh, what are you doing when you're in town? I'm actually, I'm a massage practitioner. I'm looking for a clinic space and I'm also looking for, for work. And Right away that I had said I was a practitioner, the next day in class, she connected me with one of the students who had said that she was just looking for a massage practitioner. And so right away, I got a, a client the next day from an informal interaction. And from there, her partner had gone and checked my website and saw some other partner workshops that I do with massage and inquired about that right away. So even as I'm not using the social media platforms, just having them there oh, interesting. brought brought in a lead that I wasn't expecting and my website's not up to date and all the information wasn't there. So he actually had to reach out to me to ask me, hey, could you give me more information? And so right there, I have a, a personal context through it, even though it's not updated. So in part, right. I want to hide because I haven't updated them. And in another but respect, they're still... But people are finding you anyway. I think that's a good take home because I've done the same with my LinkedIn account where I've just buried it and not thought about it. But then I've gone for an interview. Uh, it's a few years ago now. And after I've got the job, the manager says, oh, I w you need to update your LinkedIn account. And I shrug it off. But it, I think it's a good take home for people update to keep everything updated and keep everything fresh. Because if, if, you, if you're going to be out there anyway and people are going to find you, then they may as well be finding the best part of you. I would absolutely agree. And, and another little story about that is a cold call to a, a community clinic in town where I use my casual elevator speech and hey, I'm a new practitioner in town, a yoga teacher, and I'm looking to connect with community. And I just thought I'd reach out and, and see who's out there and what they're up to. And right away, she was so um, welcoming. I've learned that about the Comox Valley. Uh, Comox Valley, so welcoming. And then so quickly, I made a connection in that community and to other, another practitioner in the clinic who then right away offered, do you want me to share on my own social media that you're new to town and practicing and that you'll be practicing in this space? And again, I wanted to hide because my... Facebook social media is not up to date and another reminder of those micro things that can can start getting in our way because I didn't feel so confident saying yes I want that that would be so awesome instead I had this hesitant yeah thanks that would be great so remembering to yeah. just it's just update it I just I need it it's gonna go to the top of my priority list after this so that goes to the top of the list on your job search strategy. Put yourself out there in the best way possible. Um, I see, I wonder if part of that is you just need to ground and settle and you, you need a little bit more time just to be in Courtney before you kind of really fully go 
all guns blazing with a website and you know all the rest of it but yeah why not yeah i mean thanks for the encouragement and the question and the recognition of the transition and giving myself enough time to settle here and i've really been trying to balance not staying behind my computer and trying to get every line on my resume perfect make sure that I have my website, make sure that I have my business cards done before getting out into the community. It's such a balance. Absolutely. Because also just going for a walk and getting out in the community or, you know, that day that I made made the connection to the clinic in town, I dragged myself out of the house to go downtown just to be downtown when I was making the phone call and and it worked. I didn't feel ready and it worked because yeah. all of a sudden... I made the connection and everything kind of happened anyways. And I still have time to print my business cards. I still have time to update my website before it gets shared on social media. I still have time after, and now I even have the motivation and the fuel. So why not? The balance of just showing up messy, just showing up not perfect and trusting that if something aligns, it's going to align and that they're, there are people who will see you and who you are and what you're offering. Yeah. Better if you just show up than if you don't. Yeah, and I think it's, it's so easy sometimes. sometimes to, yeah, no, and I totally agree. It's easy to hide behind the computer and make all the excuses in the world as to why you don't want to reach out and make those connections. And I think you're right. The elevator pitch really helps. I think if you can craft yourself a good branding statement and then practice it over, rewrite it a few times, and then gradually build the confidence, getting out in the community and pra- you know practicing it. I do think that's a, a big take home for people is you need to get out there. You need to make connections. And beyond actually making those in-person connections, how's the cold calling been going? Because that's a tough one. It's a tough one. There's some, um, I'd say the initial boundaries to get over it, perfecting the email, perfecting the wording, and then you know, eventually you just have to hit send. Eventually you just have to dial the number. Um, And it is getting so much easier. I mean, after the first one, I was like, oh yeah, they're just humans. (laughs) I have yet to have someone shut me down. Right, yeah. Really, I mean, just like you said, people want to help and that's been my experience so far in terms of the actual doing of it i've i've called the reception at some spas and gotten uh, phone numbers or emails or even just names of who i'm looking for to call and then i've sent an email out introducing myself and like we went over with the elevator pitch and then that wraps into asking for an informational interview saying, hi, I've just moved to the Valley. I'm a wellness practitioner with over eight years experience developing my body work practice. And I'm looking to connect with community and find where my services align. Then asking, I'd love a chance to get to know you. I look forward to hearing from you. It was was really as simple as that. And hearing back and actually hearing back and saying, hey, we're actually hiring I'd love a chance to chat with you on the oh, phone wow. and yeah. go from there. Do you want to send me your resume? And so that turned into a job interview, which we did end up doing in person as a, a massage practitioner. The in-person is so important. And so. Absolutely. 
just to pause that, I'm interested to ask when you follow up with the email in your email, do you have a signature, like a professional style signature at the end of your, so that automatically uh, populates the email at the end of it? I have had that in the past. I don't believe I have in this case, in any of the cases. So that is a great thing to add at the end of the email. And I'll be doing that for my next ones. Yeah, I think. For sure. So I think at the point when you have your, let's say you build your LinkedIn profile out, you have your Facebook business page, you have your website with the services that you offer. And then you're really encouraging people to, it is so easy to click on a hyperlink and like, oh, their website and they click and they're there. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic idea. I mean, I'm asking to meet people and have them spend some time with me. And right away, having a link like that under the name, I can see how that encourages them right away to get to know me before they agree to meet with me. Um, It sounds like you have been making connections. Is there anything else in your sort of strategy right now that you're going to kind of add to your job search strategy or things that hasn't haven't been working there was something to the job strategy that i'm getting a little bit creative with so as a massage practitioner i'm looking at jobs and spas right now and the events of the last few weeks so to situate us we're just at the end of november right now have reduced their booking significantly so they had been hiring and why I got an interview was because they were hiring. And then since then, this fall in bookings has changed their situation where they're not actually able to hire right away on the spot. So my job interview went fantastic and they weren't able to offer me hours right away. So hopefully we can be in touch for the new year. And one thing that I got creative with there was rather than just accepting the outcome of that interview, I looked around on their website to see, okay, they offer some wellness events in the community. They're not doing those in person right now. And they're not really doing them online yet. Uh, You know, she mentioned that the, the stress of the staff is a little bit up right now because there isn't as much work. And because of the whole situation, everyone, everyone is feeling this. And so in my response back, it was, very accepting of the situation definitely want to stay in touch and if there's if there's another way that I can be involved with your spa I'd love to get involved with hosting a wellness event or you know presenting something online virtually is that something that your company has thought about doing and also as a yoga teacher I'd also love to host morning yoga maybe when things start start up again in person I'd love to do a session a week or something along those lines for your staff as you had mentioned, that that the girls might really like that. So what I'm speaking to there is getting creative that maybe they can't offer me a job specifically and give me hours right away. However, finding a way to stay connected and present and still integrate into the community that I feel so interested in being a part of. So in that sense, it's like looking for opportunity or creating your opportunity. around creating opportunity thing like you know i am i can actually be very useful to your company yeah what about this and so bringing bringing uh 
yeah, bringing a position to them and Absolutely. showing the value in that way. So there's some creativity there. Your value, your, yeah, you're bringing Being getting value. a little bit bold with. Add, yeah, oh, adding, <laughs> adding value to what, yeah, adding value to what they already offer, but with solutions, given that we've got COVID pandemic restrictions and numbers are down and things like that. I think that's a really good point because I think for, I've noticed for a lot of organizations and I have a, you know, many friends that work in the outdoor industry, for example, because that was my background for a long time. Um, yeah, how, people struggling. How do we adapt? And a lot of the adaptation has come to Zoom, which has been amazing, um, you know, as a platform, I think, for people to utilize. But yeah, so thinking outside the box, like offering yoga online and a workshop for half an hour um, for everybody, you know, halfway through the day or in the morning before things get going. That's another way that people can connect as well as focus on some health and wellness. So I think whenever you can bring, yeah, bring some solutions, um, be value added and just not be shy to think outside the box and maybe offer up some ideas because maybe that's something that, yeah, they really need. No, I love that. Yeah, exactly. So it's a little, there's a lot of uh, fear barriers to get through and just taking that risk and putting yourself out there. And it just shows initiative. I mean, it's an, yeah. And essentially she's already said, we, we can't offer you, a, we'd love to hire you today. We can't offer you a job right now. And then coming back and saying, yeah, awesome. Let's be in touch. And I can offer myself a job right now doing this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you're, you're ending on a positive as opposed to a negative. Yeah. So is out of interest, has that gone any further? Have you maintained connection there? That was just a couple of days ago. Right. So we will see. I'll have to be in touch. And I think on that note too, it, that's the kind of connection where you just want to check in every, you know, once a month, you know, come back again next month and just check in again. And maybe things have shifted. Things are changing. It seems like almost every day or certainly every week, things are shifting and changing, whether it be because there's a mm-hmm. vaccine that's being developed or because, um, you know, numbers are up or numbers are down in terms of, you know, people being sick with the COVID. Yeah. It just seems like it's such a fluid situation right now. But um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's good to kind of keep going back to that network and keep checking in. I think in general, anytime you have a network on LinkedIn in any situation, whether you're in full-time employment or not, it's not a bad thing just to check in with, with, you know, with a few people once a month, just to make sure that you're maintaining those connections so that should you need them, if you're out of work or, you know, whatever reason, really just need support. Then it's good to have, keep feeding the network. Um, that's Absolutely. awesome. And follow, and following well, through with that commitment to connect with community. It's, I mean, yes, as job seekers, as job seeker, I am looking for work and I'm also looking to connect with the community and to, stay present and stay visible. That's something that you also talked about in the job factory is just being visible. If you're not visible, you don't exist. So remembering to check in, even if I do find work somewhere else, checking in and following up with them and letting them know, you know, I'm still around, I'm still here and I'm, I'm in the community and this is what I'm doing now. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you're right. And when there are events, um, you know, um, cause you're right. You, you want to be seen, you want to be known in the community. And then, then that way you're building a support network as well, regardless of your career. You also have that just like everyday life kind of support network, which I think is really important, especially with the challenges we've been going through recently, getting to know your neighbors and reaching out 
you know, and having those connections. Um, and uh, yeah. on this note, I, it might be an appropriate time just to say something that's coming up for me here is also the, the amount of confidence and the quality of my confidence over the last month actually taking all of those small steps forward and out of my shell and becoming more visible and making connections, the quality of my confidence has improved so much just by taking those steps. So, you know, I may not hear back or get an opportunity to follow through with any of those seeds that I planted with this last connection from a few days ago, just the act of me offering that reminded me that I have that value to offer and builds me as a resource in the community. So just, I just wanted to make a comment on that, that as you're speaking here and, and staying in touch with your, with the networking, it's, it's about staying in touch. And it's also about reminding yourself that you have these connections and giving yourself those little celebrations of I did it. I did yeah. it again. I did it again. I did it again. That's I'm so showing great. up. I'm showing up. I'm showing up. I'm showing up. I'm here. I'm visible. You're sending that energy out there. You're sending that message out there consistently. So yeah. it's and great I, when yeah. you get things back and it's great when you just, when you just put it out there, it's uh, yeah, so helpful. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you, yeah, you're going through that process of acknowledging what you have to offer the strengths and yeah. And the more you talk about it, out loud i feel like the more you start to own it so i think yeah you're right you've got to keep that train moving as scary as it is it gets easier i would say that it sounds you're doing all the right things it sounds fantastic um well thank you so much for taking the time to check in with the job factory podcast i really i'm excited to to hear more and see where your journey takes you next and how things unfold it sounds like like i say you're doing everything doing all the right things and um yeah good luck it's there's always uh, more ways to integrate and i appreciate that so thank you so much for having me today it was great to catch up with jazz today as she establishes herself in a new community jazz was working with an employment counselor janine and joined the job factory workshop before relocating here are some key takeaways from the conversation Identify your career goal. Ultimately, you need to decide what job or industry you are targeting and align this with your values. Create an elevator pitch. This way you can brand yourself in the community. It helps to let people know what you want so that they can help and guide you. Start making cold calls. Whether via email or phone, practice your elevator pitch. Build confidence and start knocking on doors and opening up the hidden job market. Reach out for informational interviews. While a cold call can lead to an impromptu informational interview, going in person, respecting the restrictions of course, face-to-face -face contact can be a great way to connect and leave a good impression. Keep it casual, take a notebook and business card or resume is great to leave so that they have your contact details. Be proactive. When contacting businesses, think about what you can offer. Something value added for the company, staff or clients. Perhaps a problem that you can solve. 
any workplace would be grateful and impressed by your initiative and thoughtfulness, especially during these struggling times of the pandemic and the restrictions in place. Finally, update any social media platforms. Be mindful that people are likely to search for you online, so make sure the information online is up to date and promotes a positive image of who you are. Recently, for example, I had a workshop client that was headhunted through her LinkedIn account. For any job seeker, whether new to an area or not, an effective way to improve your job search strategy is to network with people and continue to build your community. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Job Factory podcast. Subscribe now and make sure you don't miss our next episode. For more information about our employment services, please go to our website at kcds.ca.